Namo Buddhaya. Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Colombo Dhamma Friends of Mahame Onawa. We're so glad that you're joining us today. Have you ever heard about the late disciple Isaka? She was an amazing person. For one thing, she was the woman who was the biggest supporter of the Supreme Buddha and the Sangha. No one gave more than she did. But what's really amazing is that she was a stream enterer. Not just that, she attained this first stage of enlightenment when she was only seven years old. That's incredible, isn't it? We shouldn't think that this Dhamma is only something that adults can understand. Even kids can get stages of enlightenment if they work hard to understand the Dhamma. Now, even though she was a stream enterer, she could still get sad sometimes. This is one of the big differences that we see between a stream enterer, someone who's attained the first stage of enlightenment, and an arahant, like the Supreme Buddha. Stream enterers still have some attachment to things in their mind. And today, we'll learn about a time that Vishaka was very sad because of this attachment. Fortunately, she was able to go to the Supreme Buddha and talk about the situation, and he helped her overcome her sadness. Now let's take the refuges and the precepts. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Buddhaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dhammaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Sanghaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dutiyampi buddhaṃ saranaṃ Gachami Dutiyampi Dhammang Saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Sanghang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Buddhang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi dhammang saranang gacchami Tatiyampi sanghang saranang gacchami Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu Say after me, I observe the precept of Abstaining from killing beings. I observe the precept of 
abstaining from stealing i observe the precept of abstaining from sexual misconduct i observe the precept of abstaining from telling lies i observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem i observe these precepts for happiness in this life for rebirth in heaven to escape from the sufferings of sansara may it help me may it be a blessing sadhu 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 namo buddhaya the other day i was thinking about something that happened in the time of the supreme buddha that i thought you might be interested in hearing about so there was a lay disciple named vishaka or in pali visaka and she was very devoted to the supreme buddha she would come every morning to offer food she would come in the evening every day to offer medicine flowers all the nice things that the monks would need so she would take time out of her day twice a day to go and visit the supreme buddha or whatever monks were living in salati so it was really common to see her at the monastery and to see her visiting the supreme buddha but on this day she came in the middle of the day and not only that her hair and her clothes were wet so in those days that was one of the things that people did when one of their relatives would pass away that as a sign that they were sad they would keep their hair wet all day long and keep their clothes wet as well so this Upasika Vishaka went to the Supreme Buddha and bowed down and worshipped him. The Supreme Buddha saw that her clothes were wet, and even though, of course, he understood the situation, he asked her, Vishaka, why is it that uh, you're coming here in the middle of the day? Why are your clothes and hair wet? And she explained, Bhante, one of my granddaughters passed away, and I'm so sad. I love my grandchildren. They're a huge way that I get happiness in this life. I love them. I love to take care of them and to play with them. And it's so sad 
from me when they pass away. So the Supreme Buddha asked her, Visaka, tell me, would you like to have lots and lots of grandchildren? And she said, oh yes, absolutely. The more grandchildren, the more happiness, right? And so the Supreme Buddha said, well, how about if you had as many grandchildren as there are people in Savati, would you like that? And she said, oh yes, Bhante, that would be wonderful to have so many grandchildren. So then the Supreme Buddha asked her, well, tell me, in this city of Savati, how many people pass away each day? She said, well, Bhante, some days ten people pass away. Some days nine people, some days eight people. Sometimes it's just one person, but almost always someone dies every day in Savati. And the Supreme Buddha asked her, Well, then tell me, if this was the case, that you had as many grandchildren as there are people in Savati, wouldn't you always be walking around with wet clothes and wet hair? Wouldn't you always have grandchildren that were passing away? And she said, ah, Bhante, I understand what you're saying. If I had that many grandchildren, you're right. Probably every day one of them would be passing away because there were thousands and thousands of people in Savati. And so at first she thought, well, if I have thousands and thousands of grandchildren, won't that be wonderful? But then the Buddha reminded her, well, if you have that many grandchildren, then probably you're going to have one pass away every day. And she thought, ah, that's true. That's true. Grandchildren aren't just a source of happiness. They're also a source of sadness. Now, we can see this in our own lives too, can't we? The things that we like a lot, the people that we like a lot, when we can't get those things, when we can't be with those people, then we have to be sad. Those people really do cause happiness in our lives. The Supreme Buddha never denied that. He didn't say, oh, Visaka, you don't understand. Your grandchildren are not making you happy. He didn't say that. He knew exactly that grandchildren are a source of happiness. In fact, he called this gratification or the benefit of things, that things like grandchildren, delicious food, games to play, they all bring us a kind of happiness, and he called that the gratification. But he also wanted us to remember that there's a danger that comes with that kind of happiness. And what's the danger? That those things change. And when those things change, then the happiness changes. When we can't be with the people that we love, the happiness that we used to have disappears. And sometimes it even gives us great sadness, right? That's the danger of these things, these ordinary things in the world that give us an ordinary kind of happiness. And so that's why the Supreme Buddha wanted us to practice, to get a kind of happiness that's not related to getting more and more things or being around people that we love, because someday we have to be separated from those things. Then the Supreme Buddha said to her, Visaka, if you have 500 
things that you love, people that you love, you're going to have 500 kinds of suffering. If you have 400 people that you love, you're going to have 400 causes for suffering. 300, 200, 100, all the way down to one. He said, even if you just have one thing that you're attached to, that one thing is going to bring you sadness someday. So Visaka very happily said, Ah, Bhante, you're so right. Enough of these grandchildren. That's not how I should be getting my happiness. I need to get my happiness in a different way. So let's think about the situation. Visaka had a good friend, didn't she? We're always talking here about having good spiritual friends, Kalyanamitta. So on that day, who was her Kalyanamitta? The Supreme Buddha, the best Kalyanamitta. Because he didn't just say to her, oh, don't be silly, why are you crying over this granddaughter? You know that everything's impermanent. Why are you crying? He didn't talk like that at all. He understood her mind very well. And so he was able to ask her questions. And when she answered the questions, she saw the truth about the world. This is what it means to have good spiritual friends. Friends that know how to talk to us about the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma. Friends that know how to remind us about these things in a way that really helps us to understand. So we also have the Supreme Buddha as a Kalyanamitta. We just can't go to him in person these days. But we can think, okay, what am I sad about? Am I sad because I can't go play with my friends? Yes. Well, what if I had a hundred thousand friends? Would that make me happy? Well, if you had that many friends, you'd never be able to see them all in one day, right? Something would always be happening to them. And when bad things would happen to them, then we'd feel sad. So now today, if we have to face being separated from people that we love or things that we love, we can think, ah, I remember this advice that Vishaka got from the Supreme Buddha. I remember that the more things I'm attached to, the more I'm going to suffer, because they'll always be changing and disappearing. They'll always be hard to get sometimes. So we're very lucky to get to know this story, to get to hear the way the Supreme Buddha would talk to his different disciples, the wise way that he could teach the Dhamma. And we can remember how this lay disciple, Visaka, listened so humbly, so carefully, right? She wasn't stubborn or arrogant. She really listened to what the Supreme Buddha said, and she took that advice. So for us, we need to always be thinking about the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma. Whenever we feel sad or unhappy or angry, that needs to be the clue for us to remember, okay, what would the Supreme Buddha remind me about this situation? And then if we think wisely, we might be able to overcome the problem that we're having. So having heard this beautiful story about this conversation between Visaka and the Supreme Buddha, may we keep this story in our minds, may we remember it, and may we try and think in the same way that this lay disciple Visaka thought. Through the power of this merit, through the power of this remembering, 
may we soon experience for ourselves the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, 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 Namo Buddhaya. Buddha Nusati Recollection on the Qualities of the Supreme Buddha Now we're going to sit quietly and think about the excellent qualities of our teacher, the Supreme Buddha. One of those qualities is Anuttaro Purisadhamma Sarati, supreme teacher for people who can be tamed. This is exactly the quality that we saw when Visaka went to visit him. Even though she was sad, he knew exactly how to help her. So as we practice this meditation, we know precisely why we say that he had these qualities, because we get examples like this in the suttas. So, close your eyes and sit quietly. Try not to move so that our minds can become still. Now, think in this way. My great teacher, Gautama Buddha, Eradicated passion, hatred and delusion, Supreme Buddha, eradicated the desire for seeing forms. Eradicated the desire for hearing sounds. Eradicated the desire for smelling odors. Eradicated the desire For tasting flavors Eradicated the desire For touching tangibles Eradicated the desire For thinking thoughts In this way The great teacher Supreme Buddha Is an arahant Supreme Buddha Realize the Four Noble Truths Without anyone's help Achieve true happiness In this way The Great Teacher is a Sama Sambuddha.
ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಬುದ್ಧ ಸೋದ ಆಫ್ ಅದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಬುದ್ಧ ರೀಕಲೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಪಾಸ್ ಲೈವ್ಸ್ ಸೋದ ಪಾಸಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಅದ ಬೀಂಗ್ಸ್ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫೈಂಡ್ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ from all ten developed great virtue concentration and wisdom in this way the great teacher is vijacharana sampanno supreme buddha followed the noble path and achieved true happiness achieved nibbana in this way the great buddha is sugato my great teacher supreme buddha understood all worlds and escape from all worlds in this way the great buddha is loka vidu supreme buddha tamed others mind with supernatural powers by reading others mind by preaching the dhamma became an incomparable teacher in this way the great buddha is anuttaro purisadamma sarati supreme buddha became a great teacher for gods and humans in this way the great buddha 
became Satta Deva Manusanam Supreme Buddha taught the sublime Dhamma without holding anything back in this way the great buddha is buddha is buddha my great teacher Gautama Buddha obtained these unique qualities, became a Bhagavan, my great teacher, Gautama Buddha. Is a Bhagavad Sadhu 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 It was great to spend time with you today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. Do you remember the name of the lay disciple we met today? Her name is Visakha. And do you remember how old she was when she attained the first stage of enlightenment? Seven years old. Now in the story, we learned how Visaka was able to stop being sad about her granddaughter's death. So it's important for us to understand that she didn't stop loving her granddaughter. She didn't remove the love that she had for her. She removed the attachment that causes sadness. In the same way, she didn't stop loving her other grandchildren. This is the amazing thing about the Dhamma. The Supreme Buddha teaches us exactly what we have to remove from our mind that is the real cause of the problem. And just like Visakha went to talk to someone when she was sad, we need to do the same thing too. If we talk to a wise person who knows the Dhamma, they can help us remember how to be happy again. Now let's share merits. Today, in this short amount of time, We've done many wholesome actions that lead to happiness in this life, future lives, and can even help us attain Nibbana. We went for refuge. You took the five precepts. We listened to this story about a conversation between Visakha and the Supreme Buddha, and we practiced Buddha Nusati meditation. So may all of our teachers, our parents, our relatives, our friends, may they all rejoice at this merit. May they have happy minds recollecting these wholesome actions, and may they soon experience the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya.